0: Welcome to Two Pills Podcast. In our Two Pills Tips, we briefly go over a topic in teaching, such as an active learning strategy like today. Sometimes we go over innovations in ed tech or another current event in health sciences education. These episodes are shorter than our full interview episodes, so hopefully you can listen to them on your way to class. If you have an idea for a Two Pills Tip, or someone who we should interview, please send us an email at twopillspodcasts at gmail.com. That's pillspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at two pills podcast or on our website. As a disclaimer, I am not claiming to be an expert on any of these ideas, and all of this information is freely available online. Check out our website twopillspodcast.com, for links to resources. For today's Two Pills tip, we're gonna be talking about a form of active learning. So if you're maybe looking for a new form of active learning, or do you want to know some evidence to support something that you're already doing, or if you just want your students to be more engaged, accountable, and responsible for their own learning, we're gonna talk about the jigsaw method, which is a form of cooperative learning. So cooperative learning usually involves small groups of students who contribute to each other's learning. For me, I personally have primarily used this particular method for students who are on rotations. The student interactions lead to opportunities for improving communication skills and problem solving. This method is called the jigsaw, which involves dividing up parts of the assignment or problem into jigsaw puzzle pieces, and then assigning groups of students, each one is to be an expert in one area of the problem. Students learn the new material and then teach their knowledge to peers. So then everyone is able to see the final completed puzzle with all of the unique pieces discussed. How this looks for me on rotations is that I have three students on my rotations at a time. So we'll talk about some specific examples that I do, but I'll, for example, assign a unique topic to each of them that are all interrelated, and then we come back and discuss each of those. So each student is responsible for teaching the group that topic. Similarly, when I've done where everyone discusses the same topic, I may assign each student a specific article. So the students are not required to read all of the articles in advance, but they are required to know their topic very well in order to be able to teach it, and then they also have to listen and pay attention and be engaged when the other student expert is talking about that, uh, the one that they are responsible for. Some benefits of the Jigsaw Method is peer teaching and learning, which I think is always great on rotations. You're facilitating small group discussion. Students are actively engaged. And then practically as a preceptor, it's nice because you do not have to plan the entire discussion. We talked about another Two Pills tip how you can set up students to do independent work and things like that. And I, I'm a big believer in student-led topic discussions where we can then just provide additional information whether that's background whether that's controversy you know kind of going beyond the data that the student presents and this is just another example of a way where you can have a really meaty complex discussion without you having to provide everything students are held responsible and accountable for their individual section of the material and there's studies in the social literature that indicates that students do benefit from this method whether they're the learner listening to their peers the expert. So once again just to run through the steps each student is assigned reading material to complete individually and then they decide on their own how to best present them information to the group and then the group reconvenes and each student shares information on his or her reading to the other learners. In my experience most of my students will create some kind of handout for their other learners or something like that um, so that they're not just doing it all verbally. As far as specific examples, I've done this with quite a few things. Um, I actually use this every single Tuesday for something that I call Stats Tuesday, which is a plan words of Fat Tuesday. So I have Stats Tuesday every week because I think a lot of our students could really benefit from review of statistics and especially how they apply to evidence. So I assign something like ratios, and so I'll have one student assigned to discuss hazard ratios and one to discuss odds ratios and one to discuss relative risk and things like that. So um, I have a different jigsaw every week when it comes to that, and then we all come together on Tuesdays to talk about a description of their statistical test in plain language and a clinical example from a real trial. Another popular one on my rotation has been acid-base disorders. So I'll assign one student metabolic acidosis, another one, both types of alkalosis because they don't seem to be as difficult. One student gets mixed um, and things like that. One that I have coming up this week is on maintenance fluids. So I assigned one student to take just generally the salines. So take the normal salines and the half-normal salines, Another one needs to talk about times when we're going to use maintenance fluids that include D5. And then another one I assigned all the calculations that you can do to create the correct rate of maintenance fluids. Additionally, for those of you who um, are keeping track of the new vancomycin guidelines, I recently assigned each student an article on AUC monitoring in vancomycin. Plus, as background material, all were assigned to read the new guideline um, that's available for comment. So these are just some specific examples of jigsaws that I've done. And I find that they've been really, really successful. Some tips when you're doing jigsaws is assign the readings or the topic I really think it's difficult for students to find a lot of this on their own, especially if it's brand new material. So there's data in the SOTO literature about having students just completely teach each other brand new topics. And I think in those scenarios, it's really important to give them some direction, including objectives, maybe resources about where they should go, because otherwise um, they may, you know, a complete, they may be a little daunted by having to take over a completely new topic also give time for them to read and to plan. So I say, okay, we're going to do this discussion on this date. And that way they can really plan ahead and provide a lot of good instruction to their peers. And so that way, again, like I mentioned before, students usually create a handout that allows for follow-up after the verbal discussion. So I've seen a lot of success using these um, this jigsaw method in a lot of different areas. I think it's great to see that there is literature to support that students are learning, whether it's just their individual topic in which they're assigned as the expert, or in, that they're learning as the learner themselves. So please let me know if you've used the jigsaw method, any tips and tricks that you have, and thanks again for tuning into Two Pills Podcast.